Wanna bet? Cash money. It's time for another episode of Alright Bet. Wanna bet? No! God, please, no! No! Tease it. Tease it. Wanna wanna chicken dinner? I'd buy that for a dollar. Alright guys, we're back for another episode of I Bet. I'm here with my co-host Andy St. Clair. Now, Andy, how you doing, man? Good, man. I'm good. I'm, I'm glad to be here and uh, ready for week three of college football and week two of the NFL. Yeah, right? It's rolling along. Now, let me give you a quick recap of last week. I won't beat it up too much for you guys, but I was going over all the things that we laid out in the podcast and with the guest picker, Gilbert Galvin, and all in all, we handed out 20 games that were winners. We handed out 20 that we had direct picks on that we said, hey, take this, take that, I'm taking this. We had 20 that we handed out winners, and there were a couple that uh, we, we ate it on. So I think we got to have a little section here called ate it. <laughs> In the NFL, we're not the only ones, man. I mean, everybody across the country ate it on the Steelers and probably ate it on the Commanders. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, not everybody ate it on the Commanders. I, I think I tried <laughs> to tell you to take the, the, uh, the seven. I ate it on Southern Miss plus 31. Oh. My big yeah. I'm over two in my uh, big dog of the week. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was they ate it pretty bad, man. And college football, uh, I ate it on Utah. You did not. You were one of our picks that hit when you said no, not a chance. Take Baylor. You were right. Take the yeah. points on that. And I believe uh, not only us but everybody ate it on Bama. Yeah, you know I. But you, as you know, secretly I switched sides. Yep, I switched sides before tip off, and I was like, you know what, Gilbert's right. Uh, what am I doing? I got into Texas. I got into Texas. Oh, good. But, uh, for, the, but for the pod, yes, I ate it. So I couldn't lose. I took both sides. I couldn't lose. That's how you do it, yeah. man. That's how good yeah. gambling goes. Yeah, a little hedge action there. A little hedge I hedged in the myself. Back. I hedged myself. <laughs> right? I mean, we handed out a bunch of stuff, man. Lions, Ravens, Falcons, Packers, Titans. I mean, uh, the Oregon, um, the Wisconsin-Washington State under, we gave out that hit. The Iowa uh, Iowa to cover and hit the under, that hit. So we handed out a lot of good stuff. Anyway, let's keep it moving. I just want everybody to know this is you can get some money here, man. Yeah. So let's jump into the NCAA first right now. Um, okay. not, not a great weekend for NCAA football gambling. There's no... I mean, it's a lot of big, big spreads, which are, yeah. you know, there's a lot of games that just aren't going to be that close, man. So uh, give me one maybe that that you think is going to be a pretty good game. Jump on it. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's going to be a good game, but one that jumps immediately uh, uh, that I'm, I'm looking at is Duke minus 18 and a half uh, over Northwestern. Look, I think Northwestern is bad. Like they, they did smoke UTEP and I said take UTEP last week, but Look, I took a loss on that one. I ate it on that one. But I will say, I still think Northwestern's really bad. And can Duke get three touchdowns over Northwestern? Yeah. And I'm yeah. going to take that 18 and a half. You know, I, I'm not a – I don't love taking a huge favorite. That's how bad I think – that's how bad I think Northwestern is. So, I, if you'd have been on that one earlier in the week, buddy, I don't know if you were looking, but I just didn't yeah. jump on it, and I, I knew it at the time. I said, jump on this now. It was at 12 and a half. 
Oh, I was but like, then oh, I, we missed the best of the number for sure. We did. We did on that one. But I like that. Uh, Duke looks strong this year. They look pretty good. They beat Clemson. I like that take. Uh, Northwestern's bad. They're bad. Yeah, I don't even know if how good Duke really is. I just think – I just know how bad I think, you know, Northwestern is. Yeah, and a home game for Duke, so tough to play down there, cramped quarters and all that. Yeah. I'll give you a game that I really, really like, and I'm 100% going to be hitting it on my teaser as well, um, and that is San Jose State at Toledo. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're unfamiliar with these teams, guys, I'm telling you right now, these two teams are probably real solid bets to win their conferences. They are good. San Jose State is a good football team. I know you're going to look at their record and say they're one and two, Mike, and I'm going to tell you, yeah, they got beat by USC and they got beat by Oregon State to open the season. So you don't think they're ready to play in their conferences because then San Diego's or San Jose State took on a conference team, uh, Cal Poly, last week, and they beat them 58 to six. So Toledo as well is a very strong. They they gave Illinois everything they could handle. They'll play with mediocre Big Ten teams. So the spread there is San Jose plus nine and a half at Toledo. Uh, mm. Give me San Jose State in that game. Tease that one up for sure, and I'll jump all over that one. Love it. I like that one. Uh, I throw a couple more at the, you know. I I also kind of like if I had to West Virginia minus one at home okay. versus Pitt. I kind of liked Pitt coming into the season, but they lost to what I thought was a kind of a bad Cincinnati team last yeah. week at home, 27-21. I think last year Pitt beat West Virginia like on an interception, and kind of in the backyard brawl. And okay. I don't think West Virginia is going to forget that. And I, I, I think I think they're going to be ready. I think they're going to be ready. And I, I know we've talked about sweet, sweet Slovis with, in the upcoming <laughs> uh, podcast with Dunbar. Yeah, yeah. Sweet, sweet Slovis was at Pitt last year. Yes, he and, was. And Pitt said, see you, Slovis. And uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm still worried. I'm worried about Pitt. I'm, I think West Virginia is going to have be ready in the backyard brawl. Yeah, but in my defense, tough for Slovis. I mean, th- that was the wrong choice for him, Pitt. That's a team that wants to ground and pound and play defense. That's not for him. BYU, let him air it out. See what he does. I, but, think, I think BYU wants to ground it out, too. Slovis is uh, just bad at picking teams. I, I don't know, man. They threw it like 38 times last week, man. He went over 300. So I don't know. But we, yeah, it's we like, do. You got to listen to part two to understand the Slovis slander now. <laughs> yeah, you'll see it. You'll see it. We get all yeah. over Slovis in, in the live version here. Um, uh, let's let's jump on a Colorado, Colorado State, right? I think this is an easy one, man. Take them laying the 23 and a half. Take them laying the 23 and a half. That's where game day is going to be. Is it really? Yep. Not at Tennessee, Florida? Nah, those teams are both bad. Like you want to, you'd rather be where you'd rather see Dion go three and zero. I guess so because Colorado State's bad, Andy. Bad. Colorado State is not good, and Dion after last week, a lot of people were like, "Man, Nebraska would have got you if they didn't fumble the ball six times on snaps." Because if you watched that game, it was like Nebraska could have won that game easily, easily. Right. And right, then Colorado right. pulled away. But right. Dion isn't the type of guy to be like, hey, I'm not going to beat up on this cross-state rival when they're down. He's going to try to hang 100 and get his kid up there for the Heisman. At right. Laying 23 and a half, I'm all over it. Hey, can you hear that? Uh, I got I got some people out, out there mowing some grass out there. Can you hear that? No, not really. Oh, perfect. That's <laughs> the only thing I can hear that you can't hear? Not really, man. Great. Uh, I'm with you. Colorado State's bad. You know, some people may have the over on five and a half wins of Colorado State. I don't know who they are. No. But somebody might. No. Somebody might on this podcast. <laughs> well, I'd say the only over I'm interested in this right here is over 60 because Colorado might hit it by themselves. I'm all over that yeah. one, man. 
Uh, here's one I, I kind of interested in. Uh, by the way, if you were doing it, it would be Houston plus seven and a half at home versus TCU. Why is, why, why is TCU good? Somebody explain to me why they're good. They're struggling. Like, I, I don't think they are, right? TCU is just getting pub because they went to the national title game last year. I'll agree. Not with the you. same team. Not the no. same team. Houston better at home. Houston beat UTSA week one. Houston terrible on the road. It's classic Houston, right? I think I said this last week when I said take Rice. So I, I think Rice. I think it was Rice in Houston. Yeah, uh, right. It, and and Rice it was the home team. Houston yep. will be better on at home than at road. Uh, TCU is bad. I like the seven and a half there. Yep, I like that one. I'm with you on that. Um, I will say Penn State laying fourteen to Illinois. Penn State looks tough right now. Now, Illinois plays tough defense, and they'll be in your face, but Penn State will wear them down, and Illinois will not score points. I mean, they're not going to score a ton of points. I think that's a good spread there. I'll take Penn State laying the 14 to Illinois. But, again, I just want to hit on the fact that a lot of big spreads this weekend, and for me, Andy, this is going to be a big-time teaser weekend. Like, I'm just going to play a bunch of teasers and move these things even higher or lower so that I can get into some good ones now. But, you know, the odds aren't that great. So, you know, I, I usually rock a 16 teaser at 10 bucks, and that comes at, I think it pays around 60. So, you know. I don't love, you know, I don't love the college football teaser because, like, a lot of college football teams just cover, right? Like, so you, yeah. you have a better chance of, you know, a 16 regular parlay is, is, you know, just as good in, instead of a, a teaser in college football. It's true. You know? It's true. So I, if you're going to do a college football teaser, though, please, please just keep it to three teams. My God. Yeah. Six teams <laughs> is insane. But right? You got to bet a bunch of them, though. Too. Yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. Three teams and put three. 25 on it. Yeah, but, you know, 10 wins you 18. So, you know, one and a half, that's, you know, 36, 40, 25 wins 47 or so. Like, yeah, just, just do that. Just just hit it that way. Yeah, I, you probably know, a better idea. It's probably a yeah. better idea. Yeah, I think that that's probably where I would do. I, and hey, by the way, I, I want to say on that Illinois Penn State game, just give me the under. It's 48 and a half and just give me the under. OK. All right. Fair enough on that. Um, that makes me a little last, nervous. I, I just don't think I think Penn State's going to just eat them up. Yeah. Probably, but they might beat them up to the tune of 42 to seven and then you're going to be in trouble, but I don't know. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Sure. I don't know. It probably won't be that bad. Anyway, you said you had two what last week? <laughs> yeah, I got one or two more. Uh, uh, USA, which would be South Alabama. Okay. Uh, they're rocking like seven, seven and a half. Okay. Uh, and they are, oh, they're at Oklahoma State. And Oklahoma State is not very good. And as you know, they play like three quarterbacks. They can't decide on the quarterback. If they're going right. to play Gundy, if they're going to play the other, you know, like, I don't know. I, I think South Alabama's good. I, I just don't think they've been very good in their first two games. Yeah. They lost to a Tulane team that was hanging with Old Miss for yeah. three quarters. And favorites this week, a big over Southern Miss. But anyway. Yep. So I, I guess I, I just I kind of like that number. And then I, I'll do two last ones on that. We can move on to NFL if you want to. Uh, one is the my beloved Missouri Tigers. All week I've been kind of in on the Tigers uh, at plus five, but the more I think about it, just the more I, the history in me tells me, or yeah, the history in me tells me like I like I kind of like the Kansas State coach better than Coach Durant at Mizzou. I, I think Kansas State is, I just think they're, I you, you know final score is going to be something like 35-24, K State. And, and yeah. I feel it's going to be in that area a little bit. Uh, 
So I probably lean K State. Don't I? You know, my dream is have Missouri be five and zero when LSU comes to town, because then I do think Missouri has a shot against LSU. Yeah, well, I, I think they probably will too. I don't think LSU is that good this year. I just, I really don't. I mean, Grambling gave them, Grambling State gave them everything they could handle in the first quarter last week. I yeah. think the end of the first quarter, I think it was seventeen to ten, and I yeah. was like, "Come on, man!" But hey, uh, I digress. K State though, got to give a shout out to my boy, uh, Coach Chili Davis, the quality control special teams coach out there. He's one of the best dudes you'll ever meet, man. I'm telling you, if he's recruiting your kid, he's telling you the truth. He, he everything he says is legit. He's a great dude. Good luck to them this weekend. I'm staying away from that one, man. I'm yeah. staying away from that one. I am going to jump on uh, Western Michigan and Iowa. But I'm just going to take the under. Give me the uh-huh. under at 42 and a half. Iowa will be more than happy to go up 28 to 10 and then sit on the rock. You know yeah. what I mean? That goes into my three teams I take the under on this year. I'm just almost every game you're going to see me do it, which would be Iowa, yep. Penn State, and Kentucky. Those are just okay. the teams I'm, I'm taking the under on almost all the time. Okay. All right. Well, I'll give you one more over-under I like in college football this weekend. Uh, Florida State's laying 25 and a half at BC. I'm, I'm absolutely taking that, and I'm going to tease that. But uh, the over is at 48. And I just think Florida State, is. Just, I just don't think they're getting the respect they deserve in the rankings or anything. I mean, they've won some big games big already. They proved they can score points. BC's not good this year. Right. Um, I mean, give me Florida State. Uh, give me the over in that game at forty-eight. Why? Why am I? What makes me think Florida State's not going to score thirty-eight by the damn self? You know, what right, I mean? did you say you, you're going to tease Florida State down to nineteen? Uh, m- maybe. And here's why. Here's the you only know, reason. I, you why. know, I don't like this already. I know you don't. The only reason I would do that is, like I said, when I get into playing a big teaser. I'll add one like this where I think they probably could cover by themselves, but I'll add it on as like a fifth or sixth team and tease it down for safety just to make my odds go up at hitting the sixth teamer. Does that oh. make sense or no? Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, it sometimes seems crazy to me. There's, I find there's no teasing value compared to just take Florida State, put 10 bucks on the parlay, and put Florida State with somebody else, a yeah. big spread, and then, just will. And, and then just do it that way. Right. I will have them on a parlay straight up. And like I said, I will like I'll have another teaser going where like I got four I really like, and then I'd be like, oh, I just gonna throw that Florida State one on there and tease it for safety and right. then get better odds. So sometimes it pays, sometimes I <laughs> sometimes I eat it. You know, like last week I did that with the UCLA San Diego State game, and it was the last one I needed to come in on a seven team teaser, and it and it bit me in the ass. I, I ate it. Or right, I would have right. hit it. Should have left it alone. You know, right, right. You're right. Again, yeah. probably you're right. Um, I don't hey, think college, one, man. Yeah, yeah go on. My big thing of doing one big underdog of the week. I'm 0-2. I haven't hit one yet. These okay. are very hard. Okay. Because, you know, again, picking these big, like, 30-point dogs are just god-awful. And maybe I'm going to get one. So I'm going I'm going to a road team this week, plus 34-and-a-half. Central Michigan Chippewas at Notre Dame. I love it. I'm on it. Absolutely, baby. I'm going the chips. I'm Plus on that one. And a half. Notre yeah. Dame. You know, you know, I'm not in the world's biggest Notre Dame fan this year. I think they're no. good. I just think the Notre Dame hype train is a little out of control right now. And Central will play tough on the road against good teams. I mean, that's not bad at all. I mean, you might, hey, tease that thing up to 40 and give me the chips all day long. Yeah. <laughs> you so, know what I mean? That's my big one. 
Hey, fire this. up chips, man. One more I forgot I wanted to bring up for the college one because um, I was at the Texas-Bama game last weekend. It was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Um, Wyoming and Texas is at over, over under at 49. Give uh-huh. me the over. Give me the over, right? Wyoming is 2-0, scoring points, knocked off Texas Tech, scored a ton of points on Texas Tech, and Texas putting up points too. What's to make me believe neither one of these teams are going to cross 25 points? Also kind of a, a wonderful hangover game for uh, Texas. Like, yeah. kind of one's like Wyoming plus 29 there. But, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I'm, I'm kind of afraid of Texas now they've, a little bit, so I'm going to stay away. <laughs> Yeah, I might take the over on that one. 49, I think, is a good bet on the over. But that's, I mean, college football, guys, we're doing the best we can this week. Things will they'll heat up a little more next week. Sure. I'm sure you'd agree. But this week, uh, it's a lot of David and Goliath, which is tough to gamble, man. Yeah, for so, sure. It's, it, it, it's uh, not, not the, there's not a lot of, like, you know, huge, great matchups, you know. No. No, there's not a lot of real good spreads out there. I mean, they're just huge. And when they're huge, they're tough to play, man. You know, you don't know who's going to shut it down, save guys. And it just gets crazy. Anyway, let's jump into the NFL, though. There are some great games in the NFL we could break down. I'm sure you got a lot of them here. Um, For me, let's just jump right into uh, Chargers, Tennessee. I mean, Chargers lay in three against the Titans. And I listen, to me. I like the Titans. I think they can keep games close. Anytime that they're any over three, I'm interested in them, depending who they're playing. This one, I'm just not. Chargers coming off a tough loss. They will throw the ball, and I think Tennessee will just be in trouble trying to play catch up with Tannehill. Give me the Chargers laying three here. Yeah, I mean, this one is the hardest part about this game is, like, the one thing the Titans really do well is they stop the run. Uh the one thing they do really poorly is they, you know, the pass. They don't. They're not great at like people get outside the box and and, and you know. I thought the Chargers looked really good on offense. Obviously, yeah. you know, um, Chargers kind of my sneaky AFC Super Bowl pick. One of my sneaky ones. I have a couple. I have like Philly versus the Chargers, and okay. one exact Super Bowl prediction. Um, so. I, I think like Chargers Miami game, we may see that in the playoffs again. It's gonna be a great game. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't I think that offense is just gonna score points all over the place. Now, Tennessee's gonna have to run the ball. They're gonna have to have Tannehill be decent. I look, I'm gonna take the home road dog. I'm gonna take him at plus three. I think that I think Vrabel finds a way. Also, the coaching matchups insanely one-sided. Vrabel over Staley. Yeah, right? Staley's bad. He's bad. He's, he's gonna be bad. the guy that's gonna hurt the Chargers. Uh, so I'm going to take variable plus three. I don't, I don't feel super comfortable about it, to be honest with you. Okay. I kind of, I'd rather be somewhere else, but I, I would take Titans. All right. Now on that note, as you said about dogs, uh, give me that stat again about teams that got blown out by 10 points and how they did the next week against the spread. Yeah. There's a, this guy, I put it out. I, I can't remember his uh, Twitter handle, but I definitely will shout him out. He's a, obviously a long time pro gambler gambler he's a a stud it does like nfl and i can't i'll find his name and he put a great stat though that since 2010 teams that lost by double digits in the opener have gone 51 33 and 3 which is 61 percent against the spread in week two per bet labs so the big so that that entails these games seahawks at detroit okay panthers at new orleans or no, I'm sorry. New Orleans at the Panthers. Uh, the Ravens at the Bengals. 
the Colts at the Texans, the Browns at the Steelers, and the Bears at the Bucks, and the Giants at Arizona. Yeah. Okay. Um, there is definitely two to three on there that I'll tell you uh, I love right now. Uh, not a Bears fan. I think they're way overblown for the season right now, but I'm telling you right now, give me that Bears team plus the two and a half uh, at Tampa. I'll probably wait for it to go up to three. Give me the Bears over the Bucks right now. You know, I, I, it's the absolute smartest bet is Bears at Bucks, taking the Bears in the plus three. But I got to say, as a guy who watches a lot of Bears, and why? Why, why though? Because we don't think Tampa's good. Like, Tampa is better. They've got Mike Evans, Godwin, White. Sean Tucker's the backup. He's fine. Syracuse rookie. They got Baker. It's like their defense is fine. Like, they, they, do you think the Bears could go on the road and beat the Vikings? I mean, we'll find out. But I'm going to say no. Um, but I don't know Bucks about the Vikings. Just did it. The Bucks just did it. So I guess. I, my my instinct is with you to say the Bears plus three, but I'm hesitating. I'm hesitating. So I I don't know. I don't know in that game for me. I, I just think their defense has got to play better. It, the offense is going to have to find itself. They're relying too much on on Fields' ability to extend plays rather than put some plays together and let extensions happen. But uh, the defense has got to play better this week than they did last week. I think that's where they're going to clean up shop and clean up house uh, in Chicago, and I think they'll look better against Tampa this week. Uh, you might see Baker struggle a little bit. I don't know. I think. I also love the uh, – listen, I know they got hammered 40 to nothing, but I'm going to love the Giants laying five and a half at Arizona. No Daniel way. Jones on the road. That's you like point. that. you <laughs> like that. I, I think in this game, like I, I, I don't know if I'll get into it, but I do think – I would wait till Sunday to bet that game because if that line stays at five, five and a half or less then yes, sure giants. But if it starts creeping up and I do believe it will, I think I'm going to be on Arizona again. If it gets up to like six or seven, I think I'll take Arizona. All right. Too many points. Too many points. Also like everybody thinks the giants are good. Like, I'm like, I don't get it. Like not anymore. They're bad. (laughs) They're a bad football team. And like they're bad. So, yeah, they did. Oof, they did not look good last week. Forty to nothing. I mean, good God. Let's talk about uh, your team, Seattle. Yeah. A very interesting game to me. Seattle plus six at Detroit. Yeah. Um. The only way I'm touching this game this weekend, just as a Lions fan, man. I mean, look, I'm in. I'm drinking the Kool Aid. I love them. I think we're gonna beat Seattle, no doubt. <coughs> um. I think we can beat them by a score, but. I am a Lions fan my whole life, and I am hesitant. Every time coming off a big win for us, there's going to be some bumps in the road, and I'm just not touching that at five. The only way I'm playing this this weekend, I'm going to tease it right down to a pick. I'm going to take the Lions on a teaser, and that's it for me. Yeah, I think that's definitely a good one. You know, I'm confused by it because, look, I want to bet the Seahawks here, right? Because the Seattle, it's a lot of points. I don't, I don't think Detroit – was great last week, right? I don't think Kansas City was great last week. I think, you know, Detroit had nice little soup there without Kelsey and without Chris Jones. Like, and that's a nice win. And Detroit was still average, in my general opinion, beating the Chiefs. And the Chiefs were average, you know? Like, yeah. neither team was great. No. Seattle, I've, you know, they they're, they got this new lineman, like this whatever guy. They just got a guy who's like 40. Like, that concerns me. 
right? Yes. 38, 39. Like, yes. and linemen, I mean, I'm like, oh my God, that's it's concerning. Um, I, you know, also Seattle is, you know, coming from the, the previous week or the previous year, like they were really good and a good surprise team. And, and the question is now, has the, is the bloom off the rose here with Seattle a little bit? Do we, yeah. is Chino going to turn back into a pumpkin? Yeah. That, that may be the case, right? That, that may be the case. So I, I, I would play Seattle plus six, but I also think that Detroit crowd is going to eat nuts. The Seattle Seahawks alive. They're going to be ready. Like they're going to be ready. Yeah, it's a little bit crazy. of payback because last year that game that went down to the wire and it was one of those <laughs> typical Lions being Lions and we dumped it to Seattle by three on a last second field goal early in the year last year cost us the playoffs. Right. So a little payback. I'm sure that's some bulletin board material over there. Uh, I'll be on the Lions on a teaser, no doubt about it. I might take them straight up if that comes down a bit, um, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, it's going to be tough teasing it. The problem is it's not moving. Right, like Vegas no. is going to force you to make a choice. And yeah, that's, it's that's, staying that's, right at what is it at right now? Five and a half, staying right yeah, around six, there. Five and a half, six. So it's like, I mean, I guess, I guess I'm taking the dog, but I, I don't feel comfortable. There's better dogs no. to take, in my general. Opinion. Yeah, because we got 38, 39 year old on the edge. Hutchinson's going to eat this weekend, man. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a nice setup. Again, the Lions might be the team, one of the teams that has like kind of gets a good schedule, right? Like not not the team like. Injury in week one to Kelsey, very important. Chris Jones catching stuff, teams right? at the right time, absolutely. And that's that's sometimes in the NFL, that's you know three fourths of the battle. Right? Oh yeah, you just want to be in the right spot as teams come to yeah. you. So one hundred percent on that. Really, I thought the Lions. You know, Gibbs was electric. I thought yeah. you know Lions look like they're in the second tier. I think the NFC is like to me, it's San Francisco, Dallas, Philly, and then there's the second tier of teams, which yeah. the Lions are definitely in. You know, yeah, definitely. I, I you know. I think a lot of people thought last weekend the Chiefs and Alliance, ah, neither, neither team really looked very good to us, but I think that's because a lot of eyes now that are on football watch the game offensively. If you watch that yeah. game defensively, uh, both teams look like they were struggling because the defenses were balling out, you know? So, yeah, yeah we're going to, from both those teams, going to need to see their defense all year because I have, you know, I have some doubts on yeah. both of the defenses yep. for sure. We'll see that moving forward for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Baltimore plus three and a half at Cincinnati. What do you think about that? Uh, if, as long as you're going to give me the hook, I'm going to take the dog, right? As long as you give me the – I think the half is important. I think it's the, big. The 0.5. So if it drops to three, I think I take the Bengals, right? Because I think Baltimore – every year this happens in Baltimore, they, they get hurt the most. It's like something yeah. in the water. You know, it's like yeah. four guys are out. And I'm like, every year, the Ravens, like four – like what are they doing? Yeah. They're just going 300 miles an hour? I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I'm telling you, being a running back for the Baltimore Ravens is like uh, being the sheriff that's going to clean up the town in a Western. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you're going to get shot in the first five minutes of the movie. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so brutal. Like, I mean, yeah. you get drafted as a running back to the Ravens. You got to be like, God damn it. No. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> going there. I'm not going. No, I don't want to do that. My career's <laughs> over. Over. That's this bad. I feel so <laughs> bad for D- J.K. Dobbins, man. But what are you going to do? I mean, yeah. Uh, I, for me, that game's going to be a definite teaser. I'm doing, I'm, I'm going to put that one, give me the Ravens plus 10. Sure. You know yeah. I, mean? I think it's a good teaser game for sure. Yeah. I mean, if it goes to three, you can convince me the Bengals just taking the Bengals straight up at minus three. I mean, right. somebody's going to win by a field goal or more, right? Like, I, I mean, I, I think the Bengals 
I think the Ravens win, it's by a field goal. If the Bengals win, it's like three to seven, but most likely a field goal. Right, so. probably, probably. Um, here's another one that I'm interested in. I might take this one, especially if it creeps up any, but I'll expect it to come down. Raiders plus eight and a half at Buffalo. Um, this is a big week for Buffalo, man. Like, they better get it together this week or they are in trouble, right? Buddy, do you remember what I said last week? They're not and I said this exactly was going to happen. The Jets were going to beat the Bills. Yeah. And then I said, and then I said, you're going to unload. But what I didn't know was that the beautiful Raiders were going to beat the Broncos. And then I said, in week two, we are going to unload on two teams. Two teams. And it's going to happen. And I cannot wait. Here we go. (laughs) The Bills minus eight and a half. You could give me the Bills minus 16. I'm still taking the Bills. All Make right. it minus 17. The Bills are going to beat the Raiders 35 to 10. I'm going to call it right now. 35 to 10. The, it's not even going to be close. Like, yes, Josh Allen was bad. But the Jets' defense, in my opinion, th- there is set to do one thing only, and that is to beat Josh Allen. Right? The Jets' defense is fine. It's yeah. good. But they are yeah. really good at beating Josh Allen. Josh Allen is really bad versus the Jets. Josh Allen is really good against a lot of other teams. The and I'm teasing the Bills down to two. I'm also yeah. taking the Bills minus eight and a half. I'm also taking the over. I'm just like, the Raiders suck. And <laughs> I don't the, know. They, they are bad. And the Broncos are bad. The Broncos are bad. The, the Broncos are going to take a while to get into Sean Payton's uh, offense and figure it all out. Also, yeah. Russ might be washed. Like, d- Don't be confused that the Raiders are good because they beat the Broncos. I, no. Not confused by that at all. But I am going to say... With Jacobs back, they can run the ball a little bit. And everybody thought the conversation was, is Jimmy G better than Carr? No. But that's not really the conversation. The conversation is, is Jimmy G going to manage that Raider offense better than Carr will? And the answer is yes. We saw that last week. Yes, he's just going to manage it and they can run the ball. So I don't think you're going to make the playoffs or anything, but being able to run the ball, manage the offense, and playing a little bit of defense with a good Max Crosby pass rush is a recipe for some upsets. Yeah, but not tomorrow, know. not on Sunday, and not, and not within eight and a half. Like no, <laughs> no, no way, no way. Yeah, this is it. My my, I'm going to give you a one parlay, and we're going to call it the thank you week one parlay, which All is right. Bills minus eight and a half, Cowboys minus nine and a half. All two days. heavy favorites. Give them to me. Give them yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. Dallas was going to murder. They were going to murder Rogers. Rogers, yeah. in my opinion, was in trouble. Like it yeah. worked out exactly like I said it would last week. And I said, then in week two, this is what we're doing. Bills, Dallas. Zach Wilson is in trouble. Oh, in- the Cowboys are going to hammer the Jets. I might put Cowboys at the end of every single parlay I'm playing just to add it on and kick those <laughs> odds up. Every one of them. You know, take the under too. I'm mean, like, what's the score? Are the Cowboys going to give up zero points in two weeks? Like, oh, maybe. That'd be crazy. I haven't seen that in a while. Well, they're going to be, is it going to win 27, you know, yeah, 31, I don't, I don't know if the Jets might get a field goal. If they get anything, it's going to be six. They'll get two field goals. I mean, it's going to turnovers. The problem is the Jets have an awesome wide receiver, right? To really kind of, yeah, he's good. And yeah, the defense good. is good. The defense is very good, but I just, I'm just going to go. I'm just, you know, like you do with the Jags. I'll stick with the, uh, I'll stick with what I predicted last week. Bills stick with romp, what you predicted. Bills romp and, and the Cowboys romp. Yeah, so no uh, well, 
I'm with you 100% on the Cowboys. I'm not saying I'm taking the Raiders at all. Just that game grabs my eye, and I'm like, I just don't know if I want to stay away from that because I just don't know. From what I saw from Josh Allen, I just don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Who knows? A couple couple other interesting ones. I don't know if I mentioned this in the preseason a little bit, but I know we talked about liking the Rams to win that division. And, and you know, the thing that's happening, which I, I did think about it, maybe I said, which I don't remember, though, which is like if the Rams can go 2-0 because they played Seattle and L.A. or they played Seattle. It's yes. Like, they can go 2-0. and Their odds, their division odds are going to go way down, right? So you want to bet the Rams at the time in August. We missed it, whether you did or did, you know, whatever. Did not. Great. So now if they win, if they win on Sunday, their odds are going to still be, they're going to be like plus 240. But you could have got those same odds three weeks ago at plus 850, right? Right. You needed these things to break this way. Uh, I do think, you know, I kind of think that the Rams are going to take, I'm going to take the plus eight at home. Uh, I really? Wants to do okay. it. But I will read you something that I know you've read, but I sent you. But here it is. Kyle Shanahan is 10-3 and three against the spread versus Sean McVay, including – Seven and zero against the spread since 2020. Jesus. So, you know, Shanahan kind of owns McVay here. So, you be very careful in this game. Be very careful. Uh, you know, I like the over in this game. For yeah. Sure. And I, and I, I would I I'm kind of leaning Rams, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, again, I mean, I would take the Niners just based on the way they played last week against a good Pittsburgh team, I think is a good team. Um, but again, for the guy, for the listeners out there trying to keep it simple and don't want to risk too much, man, tease this thing down to one and a half and, and take the pick them Niners on the pick them. You know what I mean? Just rock it like that. Uh, I'm going to give you my line crosser of the week every week. And I'll have to watch your face. Like you just drank, uh, the, most puckered up lemonade you ever saw. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. I know you hate a line crosser, so that's why I got to give you it's one every week. Favorite. It's not my favorite. <laughs> All right, this week, my line crosser of the week, and I will be playing it. Dolphins minus two and a half at New England. So you're going to cross the line, and you're going to get the Dolphins plus three and a half at New England. Give me that. Give me that. Why not just take the pets? I don't get it. Just take the – you think the Dolphins are guaranteed winning this game. You're guaranteeing the Dolphins winning. Well, let me flip the script for you for a second here. Now, these are the ones that I like to cross the line on sometimes, and you're right. If you think it's going to be that close, why not just put the points on the dog and double up your points on the dog? Yes. And here's why sometimes I don't, because I absolutely believe there is a, a decent possibility that the Dolphins could go in there and beat New England by more than 10 points. I absolutely think they could win this game by more than 10 points and at a good percentage, like maybe like a 35, 40% chance they could win by more than 10. So even if I give the points to New England, I lose. But if I tease it the other way, they win the game anyway, I'm good to go. If Philly and Miami played on a neutral field, yeah, who do you think wins? That's tough. That's a pick them there. Okay. That's a pick them. I don't know. I'll say I'll say Philly. I think they're better defensively. Yeah. So Philly went to New England last week. Just last week. Wasn't that they went seven weeks ago? Yeah. They went there and they won by five. And they barely won by five, right? Yeah. New England had the ball the chance to win. 
New England missed a two-point conversion. New England missed some things, right? Yeah. New England's defense is really good, right? And they got that new rookie uh, from Oregon. It's Gonzalez, I think his name. Yeah. They got another kid that's really good. Like, they held Goddard to zero yards receiving, zero catches, right? A tight end. Very good yep. tight end. A.J. Tight Brown end. wasn't that good. Devontae Smith was fine, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get the Tyreek Ty Hill. Tyreek is very good. Right, he's probably the best wide receiver or top two in the game. Right, after. right. But you uh, saw the Eagles immediately after that game. Uh, the head coach hits the press hit the press conference and goes, "I'm absolutely changing everything I've ever thought about the preseason. Not playing my guys at all and letting them walk into game one having played. We look like that. Yeah. So there's that to sure. consider. But down the other end, Tomlin said you, you got to spar to win boxing matches, and then 49ers came in and smacked them around 30 to seven. Right. It, so it's it like his ass. it's easy to it's easy to say what didn't happen. Sure, I'm just sure. saying like New England's gonna be good, right? <clears throat> They're I gonna be good be right. hang around at home. I'm for sure betting New England. I'm taking I'm taking New England plus three. If I'm teasing wow. that game, I'm taking nine. Also, the, the Miami love is out of control because right now Miami's favored to win that division. Miami beat a charging team so. that's fine, can't yeah. play any defense. Yeah. Uh Everybody and like everybody loves Miami right now, right? No, I don't. I'm with you. I do not. I do not. But right now, if you had to ask people, like they they win the AFC, they're like, oh, Miami, Miami's pretty good, you know. Chiefs, yeah, no. Miami, like. You. Uh, so anyway, give me give me the Pats. The Pats will kind of humble humble it out. Belichick will humble it out. I like plus three. I would tease them at nine. Okay. All right. Well, let me give you one last one here. Um, this one I'm I'm gonna be on this one just because I'm gonna I'm gonna keep riding that horse, man. But Washington plus three and a half at Denver. I just think Denver's really bad, man. I think they're bad. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna tease it. I'm 100 percent putting six. I'm definitely taking Washington at 10 points at Denver. Yeah, you're gonna get them up. I might take them straight up. Yeah, you take you're gonna get on the money line. I, I might just take them straight up to win that damn game. I mean, like they're going to fix some things offensively. They're going to, they're going to grow offensively under the enemy every week. They're not great yet. They're not going to be great. They're going to be better offensively this week. And Denver's just bad. Yeah, they're, they're bad. They're, I, that's a tough one. I, I, I don't really know where I, I, you know what I'm, I am kind of lying landing on is like, if that can get to three, I'm going to take Denver. If it's going to stay above three, I'm going to take I just think Washington's horrible. Like, I don't think they're horrible. I, I think they're competitive. You thought they were going to be like nine and seven. I, yeah, I do. I think they can be. I think they're going to be really competitive in every game they're in. They're going to steal a couple. No they have a good defense. I mean, they have a good defense. Hard uh, to say because they played the Cardinals, Cardinals, right? They played the Cardinals. True. Uh, so true. Like, I, I don't know. I think like I kind of feel like Peyton. I'm just betting on Peyton over Rivera. Like so, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean Denver minus three. But if it goes above three, which it currently is, yeah, you know, you get me. But I flip it the other way. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, I'm with you, man. I'm gonna give out one big teaser. I mean, hey, throw five bucks on this thing, and if you lose, you lose. Whatever. Make your other bets here. But this is what three, four, five. Six, it's a seven teamer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a seven teamer and just put <laughs> a few bucks on it, man. What the heck, right? So I'm gonna take Baltimore plus nine and a half at Cincy, right? I'm going to take the Bills laying two and a half to the Raiders. I'm going to take uh, the Dolphins crossing the line and getting three and a half at New England. I'm going to take the Niners uh, laying a point and a half to the Rams. 
I'm going to take the Cowboys laying two and a half points to the Jets. I'm going to take Washington plus nine and a half at Denver. And then the Seahawks Lions, I'm going to tease the over down to 42. Seahawks Lions teasing the over down to 42. Okay. Yeah, so that's a seven-teamer. I throw like five bucks on it, hit for 40, 45 bucks, whatever, man, right? I don't know. Yeah. I would take a shot on that one. If you guys want to play it, play it. I don't know, man. I'll give you here's – a, here's a couple, a little teaser. I like uh, – by the way, I, I, I would take the Texans plus one and a half. I, I don't know why anybody's favorite against the Colts or a dog know. against the Colts. Like, it's confusing to me. So I'm taking the – give me the Texans, make it plus seven and a half. Yeah. I mean, okay. it's not my favorite play. But this is where we are number wise, where I'm gonna follow the numbers here. Sure, sure. Um so that that one's an interesting, you know. You know what I'm, I'm gonna probably do? And I hate doing it, but I'm gonna the Jags line's moving up, which tells me Kelsey's playing, right? The Jags okay. line's now plus three and a half. Okay. So you know, I may tease that Jags up to nine and a half. My guess it's gonna yeah. get to four, four and a half. Kansas City favorite. Hard to turn down a 10 point, you know what I mean? That's a home team at 10 points. Um, hopefully, people listen to the second podcast, uh, part two, where it's like, if you want the Chiefs, take them now three because it's not going to be three much yeah, longer. Right? It's not going to be. Not and it's already be. a three and a half. Uh, you know, I, I would I would do one last one, which would be, you know, I'm going to probably do the Pats at plus nine for that three teamer. Yes, for sure. Uh, plus nine. So, and then if I want to do an all favorites one, like all favorites, give me Philly down to pick them. Give me the Bills minus eleven. I don't care. The Bills are going to win by fifty. Give me the Bills, <laughs> tease them down, and then I would probably I, I feel the same way about the Cowboys or the Niners. Yep. Okay. All so right. Any well, of those, hey. get some massage of those four teams. Right. Well, there we go, man. Uh, stick around. Stay tuned. Here comes Dunbar Dix. We're going to bring him in. We're going to bring Dunbar in uh, for the second half of the show, get the live picker going, and we'll discuss what happened last week. We're getting ready to do that now. And uh, let's pay some bills real quick, though, and we'll jump and bring Dunbar in. How's that sound? Let's do it. <laughs> All right, buddy. See you in a minute. Okay, guys. Hey, that's the end of part one. That's how we're going to do this thing from now on, man. We're going to break it up so we don't wear you guys out, right? First half, this is going to be part one. Me and Andy laying down our picks for the week. Put some money in your pocket. Part two, about to come at you right now, and you can check it out live. Video on the YouTube channel. That's DWMOD with Mikey Wilson over on YouTube, and you can catch us do part two with Dunbar Dix, our guest picker this week. He's going to come in, and we're going to break down our six top games, three college and three pro for the week. That's a lot of fun, man, so head over there to check out part two. But, guys, make sure you're ready for the weekend for a lot of good football, and make sure you go get yourself some of the official beer of the DWMOD podcast, and that is Old English 800, guys. Get yourself some brass monkeys going for those early games on Saturday and Sunday. Get some Old English 800. Throw a splash of orange juice in there. Get yourself a brass monkey and have a great day, man. All right, we'll see you over part two.